I don't I don't feel anything at this point. Not even snakes. Okay, snakes. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I, right. I, I, right. I have a phobia for snakes. My God. Right. If I see a snake here, that's it. It doesn't matter. You a girl. I'm a guy. I'm just gonna leave you behind. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I don't like snakes. Welcome back to Say Chiefs. I'm your host, Chiefs, and today I'm here with Richard Yonsen Hammer. Mm, <laughs> a lot of people call me Ray. Ray mm-hmm. from Richard. Yes. R-A-Y. Yeah, the initials of my name. Richard. Yonsen. <gasps> R-A-Y. From Ghana. Proud Ghanaian. Do you call yourself Ghanaian? Of course. Because I spend majority of my life in Ghana. Even though I was not born. Okay. I, I came to Ghana when I was like six. And you have a lot of side hustles, I know. Not a lot. Maybe I'll say trading. How did you start um, like trading? Okay, so first, mm-hmm. like just background. You are into trading, yeah. into crypto, mm-hmm. into what else? Yeah, everything trading. Forex, stocks, you know, futures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've been doing it for how long now? I'll say for six years, Sheesh. but so the last three years were, was the moment I immersed myself in it. Okay. Yes, but for six years. So how did you get into it now? Okay, let me start from when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad had like a transport business. Okay. Okay. And they, my, my parents also had like a towel, the four towel business. Mm-hmm. And I, I grew up with my grandmother, okay. who was not really educated. And I think later on, my auntie joined to take care of me. She was also not educated. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, every month, um, the sales from the business, mm-hmm. because they had a transport business that distributed cement all over the country. Oh, interesting. So at the end of the month, the salesperson, or let's say the accountant, makes uh, the records. Mm-hmm. They'll show the money to me. Then yeah. I will report it to my parents about the phone because I didn't oh, grow up with okay, them. Okay, because they were away. Yeah, so they will show me like bank statements, hmm. you know, the financials. So at a little age, I was I was exposed mm-hmm, to money. Mm-hmm. I, I I keep seeing money, and that made me ask a lot of questions. Of so like I ask, why is it that last month there was more, hmm. but this month is less? Yes, right. What is what's the meaning of? this in the bank statement so a little age i knew what was assets liability mm-hmm. at a very tender age like 10 years sure. fast forward i think i went to college so one time i came from class and i just told myself i can't live life like this mm-hmm. just go to class come and study eat sleep right no this is not for me mm-hmm. and in my country or in africa i would say you know most people go to um, medical school because the government will employ you after work, mm-hmm. after school. Mm-hmm. So like you are rest assured. So mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people go, into, um, go to medical school. So, so I was one of them. Okay. So when I went to school, I kept asking, like researching how much uh, doctors paid in Ghana. And I realized, no, this is not the kind of manual. <laughs> you know, this is not for me. Yeah. To go to school for seven years. Just to make this much. To work 
my ass off to get this much. Mm-hmm. So it, it first started with me realizing that something had to change. Okay. Yeah, something had to change. Did I know where it was going to start from? No. So one day I visited a friend, Joseph, and his girlfriend at that time had bought him a book. And the title of the book was Make Your Day Count mm-hmm. by John C. Maxwell. So you see the title, like it really caught mm-hmm. my attention. Okay. I was like, Joe, can I can I borrow your book? He said, fine. So I took the book and I dis- I don't know, I just decided I was gonna read the book meticulously. Mm-hmm. So I decided, okay, one chapter a day. Mm-hmm. So when I read that book, then I realized that you can actually control the outcome of your life mm-hmm. by the choices you make, the decisions you make, the habits you form, the way you see life, like your mindset about life. So that book actually exposed me mm-hmm. to, oh wow, this is a different kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. Then I started praying to it. So I chanted on this scripture and that is a scripture that changed everything for me. Mm-hmm. But it says, um, I wish above all things mm-hmm. that you may prosper in health as your soul prospers. I think third John 2. Yes. And that book, I mean, that verse changed everything with the help of a book called The Laws of Prosperity by Kenneth Copeland mm-hmm. and a book also called The Millionaire of Genesis mm-hmm. by Catherine Ponder. So those books actually elaborated, expanded the verse for me. Now what intrigued me was it says that I wish that you may mm-hmm. prosper. And when someone says may, it's it's 50-50. Yeah. Right? If I say I may come, it means I'm, I might, I might I'm not. not. Right? So I realized that, wow, God has actually made us prosperous, but it all depends on you. Mm. Whether you will be prosperous or not, it's on you. Your decision. Yes. Okay. That I may, I wish that you may be well, <laughs> you may be prosperous. And in health, Mm-hmm. So your health actually also depends on you. you. Interesting. But what really caught my attention was the second part. As thy soul mm-hmm. prospers. It's like, wow, what is this? Then with the help of the laws of prosperity, I realized that there are three kinds of prosperity. Okay. The first one is spiritual prosperity. Yes. The second one is the mind prosperity okay. and the third one is the physical prosperity okay. now as we all know man is a tripartite right yes. you have a spirit there's a soul and mm-hmm. even the body, body yeah. so as the soul prospers now to be spiritually prosperous is to give your life to Christ yeah you don't need to do anything yeah, yeah. and even Jesus accepted but the mind saving. prosperity it's entirely on you as thy soul prospers. Now the soul is made up of three components. Your mind, your will, and your emotions. Mm-hmm. So your income actually will rise above the level of your soul. Or the way you think. Your income? Your income will rise okay. to the level of the way you think. Okay, okay. The way you act and the way you feel. Okay. Yes. So when I when I when I found I was like, wow. This whole wealth thing depends on me. Mm. I need to work on my mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then I discovered that what is wealth? 
right? I had to search what is wealth. I don't want to say money because money is mm, it's just one facet. It's just like a byproduct, right? Yeah. So I realized that wealth is the level of freedom one has. Okay. Okay. And unlimited supply of resources mm -hmm. that are essential to you, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to your freedom and your survival. That is wealth. Okay. To some people, wealth is the number of dollars or euros in your bank account. To some, it's just fresh water, warm food on the table. Yeah. By the end of the day, I realize that wealth is the measure of your mindset. Mm. Okay. And the exposure of information you have mm -hmm. that um, determines the perspective you have on the world. That is wealth. Interesting. Okay. So I kept reading and reading and reading. And at that time, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just reading. But I realized that something was changing mm -hmm. in me. The way I saw things, the way I reacted to things, the way I you know, respond to things were unconsciously changing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know, but it was changing. And people could see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the book that changed everything for me is a book by Tony Robbins called Money. That book changed my life. Because when I read the book, then I realized that the more you know, the more you don't You know. don't know, right? Because yeah. I kept seeing things in the book. I was like, what is this? What is index? What is this? What is market cap? What mm -hmm. is balancing the sheet? What is all Wait, this? But did, did someone recommend these books no, to you? I just... Because, you know, there's so much mm -hmm. information that's mm -hmm. there. So many books that have been written. Mm -hmm. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, mm -hmm. How to Make Money Fast. You know, stuff like mm -hmm. that. But how did you decide that, like, this is a book I needed to read? Did you just happen upon it? Or? I think I remembered I prayed. I was like, God, mm -hmm. lead me to the right books. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was my, my prayer. Lord, okay. lead me to the right books. So I would just Google books on... Okay, books on money, money. on wealth. Yes, on uh -huh. wealth. Then if the... The, if the caption like catches my attention and okay. just order for the book alright fair yeah. so that book really changed so that was when I discovered stocks and all that yeah then I took the action mm -hmm. because accumulation of knowledge without action it's, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's a waste of time absolutely so I took the steps went to google what is this then I discovered there was something called trading Okay. I discovered you could make money actually from your phone or your computer. Mm. So I went to the Philippines, I opened a stock account, met people, started trading. I remember wow. I would go to class, I ran to the dorm. This is while you're doing medical school. Yes. <laughs> the same time. But the Philippine stock market was not really volatile. When we say volatile, it means it wasn't, there are not a lot of people buying it. So okay. it's not moving up and down quickly. Was just slow. Ah, and that's how people make money yes. like when there's a lot of people investing yes like you buy it cheap you sell it high okay so you know philippine the economy is still small mm -hmm. and a lot of people are not um don't have the knowledge about investing like compared to america okay so i decided okay i need to get to the big league okay which is the american yeah. it was very tough but i kept searching and searching and boom that was how come um, I chanced on the American stock market. Yeah, and the rest was mm. make money, lose money, make money, <laughs> lose money. 
but it seems like it was a very intentional process. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Because you know, sometimes what happens, especially let's say with believers, mm. is we think that our desire for wealth mm. or desire to make money, um, there's that verse we always use, the love mm-hmm. of money is the mm. root of all evil, which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can desire wealth and not love it above God. Exactly. Right? Right. You can desire to make money. At the end of the day, the kingdom needs money exactly. anyway. So mm-hmm. it's not like having it is, is I don't know, going to impact the system. Right. If Jesus' mm-hmm. friend was not a rich man, where was he going to be buried? Right. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Is that also like how you did crypto and everything? Was yes. it the same information? Yeah, so in, in trading, there's something called technical analysis where you study the charts okay so it doesn't matter the market the charts are the same okay so if you master the chart you mm-hmm. can trade any market when you say trade any market you mean like, like forex forex crypto, crypto stocks, stocks futures indexes yeah it's all about the charts okay so if you master the chart it's the same everywhere hmm. just that the market conditions are a little bit different the economic um, indicators are different, but the charts is it's the same. Is the same I think um, one of the biggest issues that people do have, though, is the fear of losing money. Hmm. Uh, I know you've shared your story with me, like having a lot of money and then kind of crashing, yes. like all right. of it came down. Right. How do you manage mm-hmm. through that kind right. of pain? Fortune favors the world. Okay. Everything in life is risky. Absolutely. Yes. So the, the the level of your risk will determine mm. the level of your success. So I don't know. I'm just that kind of a person who love to take risk. Mm. I just love to take risk because at the end of the day, you either lose or you win. Yeah. Right. If you lose, you learn. If you win, you won. You won. <laughs> yeah. That's life for you. You get it. Yeah. You might as well just take the risk because you don't know the story on the other side, mm. right? Until you take that risk, that is when you will know the story. Mm. I I just don't want to be seventy and say I wish I did this. Oh yeah, yeah, right. I wish I should have done this. Mm. No, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Let me do it now. If I fail, I learn. Mm-hmm. If I win, I win big. Okay. So I knew the rules in the beginning. And I lost a lot of money, close to $25,000 in the beginning. How did I get the money borrowed from people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And other things. But I was determined. Like, I don't want to give up. Nobody should give up. Mm. Yeah, so I kept trying. One day, you know, it picked up, made a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can say that I made a lot, a lot of it. I can beat my chest and say I made a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Most of my friends would tell me I made a lot of it. But how I manage it is knowing that tomorrow is another day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but if God did it before, He can do, he it, can again. do it again. That's the truth, yes. right? So we keep moving. Mm. Yes. I guess that's the scary part. Mm-hmm. I, I used to fear making excessive amounts of money mm. like um so I, I i've never done trading i've never done stuff mm-hmm. i tried once it didn't go well mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't go well but i didn't invest that much so the okay. risk was quite minimal um but one of the fears that i used to have is that if i have a lot of money mm-hmm. i'm going to start you know craving money mm-hmm. and then i'll lose out on my dependency on god mm-hmm. right because he really does supply my needs and when i've had 
nothing he has been there and i'm always scared that if i have too much how would i you know still be right. able to trust in god how do you strike a balance between that well that is very that's an interesting question what i've learned in my journey is that money reveals who you are yeah right you get it and the reason why god doesn't just hand you money on a silver platter mm. is because he wants you to build certain characters okay. that will lead you to depend on him before the money comes. Mm, mm, mm. Get it? There's so many of us. If God should bless us with amount of money, oh, we, yeah. will, we will die <laughs> and we will kill ourselves. Yeah. Yes, because the excitement, the euphoria of having it, especially if you've never had it before. Yeah. The euphoria alone, if you don't take care, you might lose your way. Mm. So, the balance is, you know, accumulate the characteristics of being wealthy. Mm. Have the character of being wealthy. That is why I say that your soul may prosper. Build certain, you know, how do you feel about yourself? Mm -hmm. How do you see yourself? What are your beliefs? Mm. What are your habits? You get it? How do you respond in the face of adversity? Yeah. In the face of disappointment, discomfort, mm. pain. Now. Now. Right. You get it. Yeah. So when you're able to deal with these things, it builds you for the wealth God is preparing you for. Absolutely. So when you get there, money means change. nothing. To yeah. You. Yeah. Yes. I actually like that and i like what you said when you're talking about your mind as well mm. i think a lot of times you can have a lot of money and have a poverty mentality exactly so you can be poor in mind and i don't mean in, in knowledge mm. and like reading books mm -hmm. i just mean your mind itself is still in poverty mm. that you are failing to recognize your wealth exactly. you know so uh, i once listened to this guy talking and he was saying some people are so stingy even with themselves mm -hmm. you never spend on yourself mm -hmm. you don't take yourself out for ice cream exactly. you don't do anything Very for yourself important. you live like you're going to lose the money and mm -hmm. that's how we glorify it to become a god exactly. over us it's like i i never want to lose this precious thing but at the end of the day it's not money that sustains you it's exactly. just a means by which you can be sustained exactly. ultimately by yes. god yes yeah i think that's that's also um, a principle that the bible talks about the more you give yes so god wants to build that aspect of you that okay can you lose it yeah yeah or can you give it out yeah you get it so when you're able to give to it, give then he can give you more like you know just because yeah. i have met some stingy rich people oh. my goodness me mm -hmm. so I, I think um that's really really important being able to build these characters mm -hmm. before you get into the situation they call it our training ground mm -hmm. the things that we're learning now mm -hmm. god teaches you all these things so that when it comes time mm -hmm. for the thing to uh need to manifest right. you're able to do right. so and you see it differently here like when you come to Europe and people's pursuit of money mm. and the manner in which they spend their money, it's mm. very, very different. Because mm -hmm. um, I know like back home, people that have money, okay, let me not even say back home, just in general, people that really, really have mm. money don't always showcase the money right. because it's not something that's like, like it's just such a normal thing. Right. 
But then for us, mm. I have to go buy a Lamborghini. Yes. <laughs> I have to change my clothes. Right. I have to do everything. I need to put myself in debt so you can see how much money I've got. Right. I think it was Will Smith that said, we spend our time um, trying to, what is it? To Using money we don't have to impress people, people that, that, don't care. that don't care. Exactly. And that's, that, that's the African or uh, the black narrative. When you're able to show um, you know the car, the house, the chains. Yes. Then it means that. That you got money. But I thank God I learned that the early stage. Yeah. Yes. That the I think I met. I think he's I've forgotten his name. Luis something. He's one of the richest men in the Philippines. Hmm. Yeah. That was how determined I was. Yeah. I just wrote him an email that day. My mom is a Filipino, I'm a Ghanaian, I'm coming to the Philippines, can I have um, coffee with you? And he agreed. Can you imagine? Yes, and he is one of the wealthiest guys in the Philippines. Like, that changed a lot because he looked so simple. So normal, right? Yeah. So normal. Yeah. And that conversation had a lot of impact on me. That's when I started seeing that having money is not... Um, about the possessions. Yes. 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 So I, I also read a story about Elon Musk, right? Where he sold PayPal for $280 million. Okay. He invested $100 million in SpaceX mm-hmm. and $180 million in Tesla and slept in a single room with his brother and mm-hmm. his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But that was $280 million. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he had a sense of the, the problem is that most of us don't have a sense of purpose. So when the money comes, we get confused. Yeah, don't know how to use But it. we don't know mm-hmm. what we have to use the money. It's like lottery winners. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But if you have a sense of purpose, when the money shows up, you know the next step. Mm-hmm. Yes. So sometimes you can actually tell people's level of mindset when it comes to wealth by asking them, if you have this kind of money, mm-hmm. what would you do? Mm-hmm. Not just that answer we invested. Invested in what? Yeah. What is the game plan? Yeah. If it doesn't go well, what is plan B? What is plan C? Plan C. Yes. Yeah. So that's why a lot of us back home, you know, we think that possessions means that you have money. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's not. It's not right. At all. This is, I mean, that's pretty important. That's what you're saying. Being able to feed all assets of the human self. Mm-hmm. Not simply just feeding yourself with wealth mm-hmm. and even just knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's about being able to elevate your mind. Romans 12 verse 2 talks about renewing of your mind, you know. Mm-hmm. Even in things like this, being able to renew your mind. Okay, just because, let's say, my family was poor doesn't mean I have to be. Right. You know, these are generational things that sometimes happen. The poverty of your mind is passed on to your kids. Exactly. And that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So let's say um, students, right? Like the student lifestyle, people want to make money. Do you have any recommendations about, you know, how someone can go about making money? Yeah. Okay. I think um, I'll recommend the seven laws of a fat purse. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, from the book, um, The Richest Man from Babylon. Uh, uh-huh. yes. Now, the first law says, save one thing of your salary. Okay. So, the first rule is, learn how to save. Mm-hmm. Yes, don't rush. Mm-hmm. Just save. 
Save as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, in the process of saving, you are actually telling your mind mm -hmm. or building that discipline to put some aside. Yeah. Then the second one is control your expenditure. Yeah. Yes. Everybody's taste for expenditure is different depending on how much you, you make. Mm -hmm. You get it? Yes. But no matter how much you make, try as much as possible to control it. Mm -hmm. Yes. So know what you need from what you want. Yeah, <laughs> that's the catch. And try not to live above your means. Mm -hmm. Because nobody actually really cares mm. about what you have. That is one thing that you have to put in your mind. Nobody cares about what you have. Yeah. People are not even looking. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. The yes. phone you've got. Nobody cares laptop. about that. Yeah. Yes. So control. Don't pressure yourself. Control your expenditure. Save as much as you can and the third one is i would say work on yourself mm. the best investment that mm. you can recommend to anybody is investing in mm. yourself yeah now what if you take these three laws and you juggle them very well what it does is that as you are investing in yourself saving and controlling your expenditure and praying and you know, asking God for ideas. One day, what what is going to happen is God is just going to throw an opportunity in mm -hmm. front of you. Mm -hmm. It will come. I don't know how it's going to come. Mm -hmm. It will come. Now, when it comes, you have enough savings to tackle it. Mm -hmm. What happens is that a lot of people are, are praying. I want to invest. I want this one big thing. So God brings it. And you are not prepared because you don't even have anything in the bank account. Mm. So you meet this guy who gives you an idea, like, hey, can you bring this money? Let's do this. And you don't have the money because you were not saving. Mm. Yes. And the money will, maybe somebody might give you some money as a gift. And because you've not learned how to control your expenditure, you blow the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You get it, right? That's true. So easiest way to make money safe. Work on yourself, control your expenditure. God will some way, somehow make a way. Make a way. Mm -hmm. And you'll be so hungry and so filled with knowledge that when it comes, mm -hmm. you don't need any prophecy to tell you this is this it. This is it. Yeah. You just know it. Yeah. And you pounce on it and you take it. Yeah. Yes. It could be a business, it could be a podcast, mm -hmm. it could be anything. But if you have enough saved, you're exposed to the opportunity. That's good. Then the next one is build good networks. Mm. Yeah. I mean, not just networks, but good networks. Minds that, you know, interact and bring forth good ideas. The Bible mm. says that when Mary met Elizabeth, the baby leaped. Mm -hmm. So build, you know, the right network. Right, have the right conversations. Yes. Yes. And somebody's going to bring an idea somebody's going to present you something mm. and that will change everything for you yeah i just remember how when i was making money in trading i was saving and i was saving and i was saving then one day my friend that i grew up with in the same neighborhood but we've not spoken for a long time so i met we we, we, we caught up in i mean you know, on facebook we spoke one two and he was like there is a land behind your dad's house. Have you thought of 
building, a project where you can rent it out. Mm. So when he said that, I was like, wow, I never <laughs> thought about, thought about it. it. Yeah. By that time, I had money in the account. Then I just started. Mm. I've not yet finished it, but I'm proud of myself that at least I had prepared myself to yeah, take to that it. opportunity. Yeah. Get it? Mm -hmm. At least I'm ahead a little bit. Yeah. Started a little bit. Yes. So when you do all these things, keep growing, keep building the habits. The opportunity will come. Will come right? It's not necessarily only through trading. Of course. It could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because the journeys are different. Yeah. And God will surprise you. The only thing is that we are so much in a hurry. Yeah, we're the first generation. Yes. You know, everything is constant. Yes. And I can talk at length at that because it happened to me. Mm -hmm. Where I was so much, I was running ahead of myself. Mm -hmm. And that is a very bad thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. We, we always want the next big thing. How just that's why we have a lot of people running to scam and all these things because they are in a hurry. But the question is, why should it be fast? Mm. Why should it be easy? Why shouldn't it be hard? Why shouldn't it take long? People don't like long things. Why? I don't know. Yes, because that is where the tenacity comes out. Yes. That is where the integrity comes out. Yes. That is where the character comes out. So you might not get it right all the time, but you fall, you learn, you mm -hmm. fall, you learn because you are going through a process. Yes, yes. Yeah. So making money is not that easy, but all depends on you. On you, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. You have to take certain steps. Yeah. And the opportunity will come. Will come. And you take it. I mean, this isn't to say everyone will be billionaires, but exactly. yeah, yes. different goals, different people. Exactly. So far as you have enough to take care of your family, yeah. to take care of your community, to pursue the purpose God has for you, it's, it's alright. Yeah. It's alright. That's yes. good. One more principle I know you also practice yeah. is like something I I advocate for. I advocate for everything. Uh, mm -hmm. Tithing. As well, mm, tithing mm, mm -hmm. your funds, yes, never withholding from God. God exactly. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. where our blessings come from. Yes, and I think that's like it, it's pretty important. I mean, the the idea of tithing came long before mm -hmm. they even said that you should put away a tenth. You mm. know, Abraham committed a tenth to right. Yeah, Melchizedek before. Right. So it's like a, a pretty important principle. I think sometimes people think that if I, it's the same thing, giving, mm -hmm. not having. Yes. If I give this much to God, right. you know, I'm not going to have enough. Mm -hmm. Forgetting that I only have this much because of right. God. Right. So they don't always preach about it because it seems like, oh, prosperity gospel, we want your money. Right. When your church tells you to tithe, it's it's a, it's a principle thing. Mm -hmm. It's a God thing. For me, that is hypocrisy. When the church doesn't want to talk much about prosperity. For me, that is hypocrisy. You think so? Yes. Why? Because 24 hours, we have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. How many hours do you dedicate to school? How many hours do you dedicate to your work? Mm. Why are you dedicating those hours? Because you want a paycheck. You are going to school to get a good paycheck. You are working <laughs> to get a paycheck. Yeah. So majority of your day is revolving around money. money. So why don't you want to talk about it? Yeah. Why? 
why do, why don't you just wake up and just all the day go to church but majority of your hours is revolving around you know let me say money I mean, we've become a sensitive generation, mm-hmm. you know, everything hurts. Mm-hmm. If the church asks for tithe or offering, mm-hmm. they're trying to take from you. Mm-hmm. We're very selfish in mm-hmm. a way, actually. So I, I, I cannot even answer that question. I mean, that's a poor mindset. It is. It's a poor mindset. It really is. Because we get to church and they say, mm-hmm. oh, we're trying to raise funds for this. Oh, the church is trying to take my mm-hmm. money. But you also want to reap the benefits of the church. Yes. Like, and, and that, that's, I'm um, sorry to cut you, but that's, okay really a sad mentality for example we are comfortable to talk about how bill gate is rich yeah how burner boy sells out the yeah, yeah. flies in a private jet mm. why can't a pastor have a private jet yeah they say that he's taking the church money he must be humble he must walk mm. yeah it's terrible but bill gate is also taking your money <laughs> you're buying the software yeah you're buying the concept ticket mm. right mm-hmm. yes so why can't a man of God or a believer have a private jet. That is how, you know, mediocre some mm. Christians are. Mm. I mean, I've struggled with that one too. I won't even lie. Why like shouldn't when you, you see a, a rich pastor and it feels like, oh, this is my money, but you know, the way I see it, like mm-hmm. my mom is a pastor, right? Mm-hmm. And I see how much she feeds into mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. for free. Mm-hmm. No one comes back to say thank you when things are fine. Mm. Nobody wants to know, you know, is, is she surviving? How mm. is she surviving? How is she taking care of herself? Mm. This is your full-time job. Mm. But everybody wants to reap the benefits of the pastors. Yes. And it's something God really had to convict me on. Because yes. I was one of those people like, right. oh, this guy, he's so rich. Oh, you know, and I, I felt almost offended by his riches. Mm-hmm. But... Like he has really fed into your life. Right, Why course. shouldn't he be blessed? You know. If you are depressed, you run to the pastor. Absolutely. If a member of your family dies, you run to the pastor. Mm. If you lose your job, you run to mm. the pastor. If you have relationship issue, your pastor. You run to the Even pastor. when you need the same money, you, run you go to, to your pastor. So look at the emotional baggage yeah. you are putting on this person. Yeah. And you're wondering why he has a car. Can you imagine? I'm wondering why he has his kids go to this school. That is actually hypocritical. It is. And a very bad mindset. It is, it is. Because when I read the book, Millionaires of Genesis, that book also changed my perspective because I realized that Abraham, Isaac, Jacob were rich people. Mm. They had cattle. They had wealth. They had lands. Actually, Abraham said, if I should take your gift mm. so that you will say you made me mm. for a man to say that it means he had a lot mm. you know Jesus rode on the boat and today would have been like a yacht mm. right Jesus associated with you know a lot of people Jesus had an accountant mm-hmm. that was Judas that was a business <laughs> yeah, so why why can the church also mm. be like that yes but it boils down to financial literacy. Yes, yes. Definitely. And the beliefs that we grew up with. Yeah, yes. definitely. So it's, we it's, think no money means humble mm. and rich means arrogant. Yes. And that's incorrect. Very, very, very incorrect. In actual sense, God wants us to be very wealthy. Because if you if you study how the world is going, 
telling you, mm. you'll be angry to be welfare. Let me give you a short story. When you look at this company, Moderna, mm. Johnson & Johnson, yeah. Pfizer, after this, you can Google it. The biggest shareholders of these companies are BlackRock, found by Larry Fink, and Vanguard. These are like hedge funds. Yes. Those are the major I mean, shareholders of these companies. Now, guess what? The airline business, the major, um, the major shares are, are held by these same companies. Hmm. Guess what? Fox News, BBC, CNN are controlled by these same people. Huh. So now look at how the story is going. So let's take the COVID, for example. Because they own the vaccines, they create a law that you must get the jobs. Mm -hmm. Okay, you don't want to get it, we close the airport because we control the airline. Mm -hmm. So before you take the airline, you need yeah, a shot. <laughs> they control the narrative in the media. Mm -hmm. They put all the propaganda there. Whether it's a pandemic, that I don't know, but all I know is that they put the story out there. They control mm -hmm. the narrative. These are the same people, George Soros, you can check him. These are the same people pushing for things that God hates. Mm. They are the same people pushing and God hates them. Same-sex marriage, abortion. Mm. God hates them because God's sole purpose was for us to relate with him and produce and multiply. Mm. So if you say same-sex marriage, you want to You're destroy it off. God's yes. plan. Abortion, we are cutting on God's plan. Mm -hmm. And these people are putting policies and laws that God hates. Why? Because they are in charge and we are not in charge. So you are a believer, but if your company says wear red, gold, green to work tomorrow to celebrate Pride Month, I don't know for you, but probably I will wear it because I need a paycheck. Because mm. they control the narrative. Mm. So God wants us to get so much wealth so that we can also control the narrative yes because the world is run by greed and money in the hands of the wrong people because they're exposed to information that we are not exposed to yeah they have the due diligence that we don't have yeah so God really wants the church because if you read Isaiah I forgot in the verse it says that people will run to the church yeah, yeah. that's a prophecy mm -hmm. and we are waiting for that time God is actually waiting on us to, to control the wealth of this world so that we control the narrative mm -hmm. yeah. imagine I have a company and every morning we, we fast once a week mm -hmm. We pray before work starts. Look at the number of lives you're going to change. Forget about the four walls of the church. Mm -hmm. Outside of that. Too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And if you read the Bible in contemporary times, Joseph would have been a chief economist. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yes. Yeah. David would have been a president or a prime minister. Yeah, definitely. You get it? Mm -hmm. All these people, God wants us to, to move into this field, this space, mm -hmm. that we could make changes there. Yeah. yeah. We're scared. Yeah, we are dragging our feet. We need to do better. 
we need to do better. We need to have conversations like this mm. in church. Yes. People speak about mm-hmm. it. We can't be afraid. Of, we can't be shy. We can't be too shy to speak about money. We speak about everything else. Exactly. You know. That's good. Thank you. I feel like I learned. I feel like I'm going to go make money now. Put all my money in trading. Yeah. We'll make it. That's great. Thank you. Hello. Thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure. Any any time, yeah. I'm coming back tomorrow. Have fun. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> so that is it for today. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. If this is your first time, welcome. If this is your second, third, double time, welcome again. We're glad to have had you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.